Missed you, buddy. <laughs> Every time you say Craig, I hear Craig Christ <laughs> by Stephen Lynch. I don't know if you know that one. Uh-uh. Every time I say Craig, I think of my dad's best friend, whose name is Craig, who has a son who is also Listen, named Craig. <laughs> based on context clues, I picked up that your father's friend was named Craig. It would be strange if you said, I always think of my father's friend, and I go, was his name Craig? And you said, no, it was Jeff. But like, what if he had a son named Craig? Then why wouldn't you think of his son? I just... Well, in this case, they're both named Craig, so <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> the Jeff example doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm just saying. Uh, maybe you're maybe you're closer to one than the other, you know. <laughs> no, I'm neither. So, what is your touchstone for '90s music? Help me out here. When when I think '90s music, there are two things that pop into my head, and they're very different. Because when I think '90s, a lot of things flood into my mind, but when I think '90s music. I get hit with two ways of nostalgia. I'll give so you nine, so nineties nine, so nineties music or just nineties yeah. pop music. Nineties pop music. Okay, because that's a different waves for me. If it's just nineties music as opposed to nineties pop music. See, but we're gonna get into this because I think they're almost hand in hand. No. Yeah. No, they're not hand in hand. Or... If I just think, if I think nineties music, the first thing that I think of is Nirvana, and then the second thing that I think of is Tupac and Biggie. And I think this if, is, we're going to fight like Tupac and Biggie right now, because except for with less gunshots and less uh, dramatic theater degrees. Um, <laughs> so, because <laughs> if I think 90s pop, the first thing I think of is Britney Spears. And that's a good one. That definitely comes to mind. But here's the thing. Pop music used to mean popular music. And the 90s, if it was anything, was music centric. It was MTV's height. Pop music was all of the music. I would argue that, like, I think there an argument could be made that Nirvana was pop music, at least at the time. I don't think it's pop music in the way that we think of it now. I agree with that. I think the '90s and the 2000s, right after that, changed what we call pop music. Yeah, I would agree. The introduction of, I mean, not that Top 40 wasn't around before that, but like radio pop being. Being a new, a new. Let's say, like, uh, if you picked an artist right now that was out making music right now that you could not argue was any other genre, who would it be? That wasn't any other genre but pop. Yes. Uh, uh. Mine uh, comes to mind is Katy Perry. You would not call. I, you would not be able to confuse that with anything other than pop music. Right. I was gonna say Harry Styles. You wouldn't be able. I don't think to confuse him with. Anything I. Before. I'm not gonna lie. I could not sing home picture i know we've already a single song but from harry styles we've already talked about it well so anyway it doesn't matter so before we get into this huge debate because trust me it's gonna go it's gonna go down um welcome to right in the feels the only nostalgia podcast that takes all the things you care about and we just kick them right in the gut and just remind you that you're old now and that life is meaningless and is going to end soon like, if we were a cake, we'd have all of the candles. That is right in the feels. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> With me today, I have Chelsea. Was that more violent because we were talking about Tupac and Biggie? Or was it just <laughs> you're feeling, like, extra violent today? It was, like, really, like, the guttural tone I didn't appreciate, I don't think. <laughs> oh, I just want people to know that we are getting old. No, like, when my daughter but you didn't came... have to say, like, you were going to accost someone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what right in the feels means, man. Like, I want to, like, punch you over the head with nostalgia and, uh, you know, remind you of what once was. See, you know, I feel I like 
a more subtle, you know, like I just want to remind you of the glory days and then you can just feel glory sad on days. your own. Yeah, but you know, Bruce Springsteen that that's a whole other have you been watching box. uh the boys no i need to though chase crawford's in it yeah oh dude the boys is so good uh but the entire season like this time around is framed by one of the main characters huey who is played by uh was it randall quaid um I, I forget his first name but uh um quaid's uh son you know quaid and uh dennis quaid and meg ryan their oh. kid Good looking okay. dude too, because he looks like a like a, a combination of his parents, which is it's a solid combination. Uh -huh. Um, but he is obsessed with Bruce Springsteen, and that like frames all of the episodes, which I know it's not quite what we were talking about, but <laughs> right. But it just like popped into my mind. Who who did you mention? Is it Jack Quaid? Jack Quaid, thank you, not Randall Quaid. Randall You're Quaid welcome. is I think Randy Quaid is is Des Quaid's really crazy brother. <laughs> so his anyway. uncle okay anyway it would not be this it would not be this podcast if i didn't have random asides about things that don't matter to anybody except for people who are obsessed with pop culture no i think that one is just you <laughs> that one might be that one and you know Ooh, the words the, well no the words that will not be spoken today i don't think what what words I, we have to speak, was it like the secret word like like we we're watching watching one your, of those like kids cartoons. boom it, secret word it's honestly, I think, your buzzword, so... My buzzword? Do you mean ABC Family? Because well, we can get into ABC Family. It's not ABC Family. It, it's it's the Friday Night Line. The TGIF? Friday Family. Yes, exactly. You like TGIF. You're the one I that do, but you're the only one that talks about it all the time, and now we've ruined another episode with it. It's not all the time. Tainted. This is a nostalgia podcast. We hit people right in the feels. What is more in the feels than TGIF? Okay, anyway... This this show is about taking you back to your glory days, okay? Mm. This this is about the time where you know TV was all PG thirteen before it was TVMA, and uh, you had to watch what was on at eight o'clock because there was nothing else on those three channels that you had. Had plans and you missed an episode, you wanted to just jump right off a bridge. It was the era of reruns, honestly. Like reruns were king. There was nothing cooler than syndication in the nineties. <laughs> Because now, like, like there used to be that magic, magic number of episodes. You you reach a hundred episodes, and bam, you made it, man! Like your show was gonna be on forever. You were gonna be on every single TBS, WGN, any sort of local affiliates, ABC Seven. You know, <laughs> like you, like you had made it. You were gonna have money for life. Now syndication means nothing. Netflix will buy a show that has seven episodes and make sure it never buys another one that is over one hundred and fifty. They don't care. Netflix plays by its own rules. Now so does Amazon Prime and Hulu. They don't give a shit. They yeah. like the Honey Badger. Okay. So don't tell me that TGIF is only my buzzword, okay? Anyways, uh, I mean, it... 90s music. I'm your host, Terry Smith, and I'm going to take it back. Top 40s style, but like, not Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> like, before Ryan Seacrest. Casey so Kasem? I'm talking Casey Kasem. <laughs> Here's a letter. <laughs> <laughs> So, when I think pop music, like I said, I think the 90s changed what pop music is, but before they changed it, they were still conforming to pop music was popular music. You know, one could argue the Beatles were pop music at the time, where now we'd call them classic rock. They had shaped what classic rock was at the time. Same with Rolling Stones. Weirdly enough, Aerosmith <laughs> was classic rock and pop music. The 90s was a magical place 
And there was no one genre that reigned supreme over everything else. Like when you watched MTV and you were watching TRL, which total request live for those people that weren't alive back then, you know, that was the show that we had watched in between SpongeBob episodes when their older sister would take the remote and it would just count down what was popular. Like that's what we had to do. We just watched music videos because we couldn't YouTube them. And it wasn't just Britney Spears that was up there in sync. It was everything. You would see Nirvana pop up. Nirvana had their biggest concert on MTV. Nirvana unplugged. Like pop music was just popular music. You would call Biggie, even though it was rap music. It was popular music. So I would argue that everything was pop music if it was popular in the 90s. I, it just feels like sacrilege to me <laughs> to yeah, say you're setting up your own rules i yeah i you know just like a certain friend of ours so <laughs> i so i'm not just dis- i'm not disagreeing like when you say it that way because yeah mtv if you're gonna count that as which i mean you should as mainstream as like a good indicator of what you know music in the 90s and popular music in the 90s not pop music but popular music then yeah, I think that at that point they would all fall into it. But it just feels in a and now an era where music seems very, um, for the most part, like uh, segmented. You know what I mean? Like um, not really making you, a lot now of now. It's kind of coming back full circle to kind of encompassing everything. Because here's the thing about pop music: if you're going by your definition, when you call, talk pop music as you know something like Britney Spears or Katy Perry, it's a bastard child of everything that once was. It's like how rock music came from blues. Pop music comes from everything. You know, you hear a dope beat that comes from hip hop, which comes from R and B. If you hear something that's a little bit more upbeat, it comes from rock and roll, which comes from blues. Like it, it's all stolen from earlier genres and definitely people of color. <laughs> like, like, well, yeah, just, no, yeah. I mean that that becomes yeah, the main. Like, right. That's what I'm trying to say is like pop music is this culmination of everything. So when you when you try to exclude certain things, like if you listen to Hit Me Baby one more time, that's a ballad for sure, and it's a pop ballad. Like uh, if it was anything, but that definitely takes all of its vibes from bluesier music and slower rock tunes. That's why it jams so hard when it gets covered by like Blink One Eighty Two, or that one guy from the one season of Rockstar in Excess, which was a solid show. I don't know what that show is. Man, listen, like if you're gonna if you're gonna be on a pop culture show with me, you gotta roll with the punches. Rockstar in Excess was like American Idol for rock. Oh. I'm, honestly, I'm just trying to set you up so that you can uh, espouse Explo- more of your yeah, exactly. Like it's all not, my esoteric knowledge. It, yeah, about things that I'm never gonna have the time to watch that. And I'm like, I watch a lot. Of, I engulf a lot of pop culture. I don't have as much time as you do, so or watch something it now. Well, no, but I didn't. I guess have as much time as you did at some point to watch it. I was in elementary school. What else was I going to do than watch bad reality television? I didn't watch Survivor. I watched Rockstar in Excess. And then it's I, sequel series, know, Rockstar is, Supernova. That is one thing. Sorry to disappoint any viewers. I also didn't watch Survivor. So I, I, just, I don't care about reality TV. I honestly didn't really care about Rockstar in Excess, but I love covers. And it was a show all about covers, similar to American Idol. But I didn't have the Fox channel. I had CBS, which is where Rockstar in Excess and its sequel series, Rockstar Supernova, aired. Okay, well, speaking of reality TV, did you see that Keeping Up with the Kardashians has been canceled? And I Thank am God. thrilled, honestly. Yeah, End exactly. of an era. What's Kanye going to do if he's not I, on even the cameras? 
listen, I don't know. What is <laughs> what is their mom going to do? I can't think of it. Chris? Or, uh, Chris? I don't know. Yeah, I man, think it's Chris. Yeah, what is she going to do? She's going to be out on the street. There's no way that she. Fuck no, she's a, she's a genius. Made so much money off all them kids. That like. was my joke. They're they're all gonna be rich forever. They don't need any of that. That's why it's getting canceled. It's not getting canceled because no one's watching, even though probably no one's watching anymore. But because it doesn't need to be watched, they have made all of the money. They have made yeah. all of the money, spent all of the money, and it's circulated back around for them to make all of it again. They're gonna be fine. Well, I'm not saying that they're not gonna be fine. I just wanted to ask you if you had seen that. As, I as, a, as a total aside from 90s music but so let's jump into it then so when you think 90s music what comes to mind you said britney spears is that your top like like first thing that pops into your brain no so as i said Pop if music. i say if i say 90s music it's probably nirvana first and foremost okay just because of i mean it's like the perfect storm right the perfect storm of uh music like taking over like an underground I had an aunt who was super influential who was that age like at the same sort of time uh, like in high school at the same sort of time that it was super popular and was like into wearing flannels and you know you saw it all over MTV and like it the style and everything about it for me that was like the first sort of like counterculture I would almost say I mean would you classify Nirvana as a counterculture just I mean, like Nirvana how- itself like what it kind of promoted was counterculture uh, I wouldn't say like they're the most counterculture thing, but you, no, know, no, you have a, no, a lead but I just mean... that dies from from suicide and always talked about right. doing and, like, heavy drugs for sure. And that's I guess what I'm saying. Like even though it's not the most now, like as an adult and and having more exposure and being able to listen to more things and you know like the backstory behind things, I I get it. But like at the time, that was like something that. I had never seen before and that it and yeah it, if that I guess if that makes sense like yeah definitely it's like it was the most taboo thing you had ever right yeah exactly exactly that's that's a good way to put it mine was a Cypress Hill album so <laughs> <laughs> okay dude I loved Cypress Hill and I didn't smoke weed until I was 19 <laughs> <laughs> there are just a fun fact there are people out there that Love Cypress Hill just for pure Cypress Hill vibes. I, I fell in love with, Cy- with Cypress Hill the same year I fell in love with Eminem, and uh, I was not hard enough for either one of those. <laughs> <laughs> but when, but when uh... I think of 90s music, the, the clear thing in my mind are two there's Hollerback, um, hip hop. So when you think of like songs like Tootsie Roll, and right. like though that's uh, rap. I love pop. I love Tootsie Roll. Man, I do too. It's a, it's a solid one. You know, all Get those me some things. skates. Get me some I, skates. Real I know quick. that we grew up in a town that had a roller rink, and that was all. We it did. wasn't. It wasn't a roller rink. It was a community center that they just moved the chairs off of. <laughs> it was not like rink material. It was no. Just we concrete. turned it into a rink every Friday night and Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Sundays were for kids. First, of all. I still <laughs> live. All right, listen. If you're gonna if you're gonna be on out there on all four wheels, you have uh, to <laughs> you have to get the skills, and that comes with practicing on Sundays. Okay, if you're Little gonna be out be there for an all skate, all skate. If you're gonna be out there for an all skate or a trick skate. You know, you, or fancy dance, what we call it. If you're gonna be out there for a fancy dance, you gotta hone your skills on a Sunday. Uh, <laughs> let's let's end the insular thing. So the other thing that comes to mind after Hollerback Hip Hop, which is the whitest thing I've said <laughs> ever, um, it is themed DJ or hip hop music. So I'm thinking like Big Willie style. So all of his theme songs are all of his movies. <laughs> I'm thinking okay. things, you know, like you know, Wild Wild West. Wild uh, Wild, not a good Men movie. Black. Not a good movie. I mean, um, Men in Black okay. is. 
no, Men in Black is Wild Wild, 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 Wild West is an amazing film, but you got to know what you're getting into. Okay, like is it oh, winning man. an Oscar? No, you want to have a blast <laughs> listening to Will Smith make weird jokes about being in the old west, even though he's in the old west. Then it's a solid film. Okay. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> and number two, so like so also Men in Black, the Men in Black. Here comes the Men in Black is still a bop. Okay, tell me it's not a banger. Welcome certified. to Miami is still a bop. What do you mean? <laughs> yes, no, it still is, but that doesn't have anything to do with a, mo- a movie. You're you're losing, you know, you're losing. No, the I know. You okay, the plot. okay, sorry. Like we're talking theme songs. Men in Black is the theme song, and here comes Fresh the Men in Black. Is it's still solid? And the Fresh music Prince? video still Fresh is solid. Yes, it is. That, that's different. So it's a it's a theme song to a show. I'm talking like big screen movies let's do a hip hop song to roll through the credits that has either recaps the entire plot of the film or has nothing to do with the actual film subject matter, but says the name of the film several times. Yeah. I I was very excited to see Eminem bring this, uh, this whole train back into the station with Venom. (laughs) Like has almost nothing. He says symbiote. So almost he said symbiote. And at one point he says, Venom, 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 Venom. And I was like, all right, you see, he gets it. Like, well, he's I mean, it back. He, was, he was, uh, you know, alive and very, very active at the same time that Will Smith was, uh, doing it. So, he yeah, saw but he waited, firsthand. he waited almost two decades to jump on. Well, the it's theme, because he was the on the drugs, Terry. He it's was right, on the drugs. And then he finally the got call. sober. And then everyone said, wow, his music's not as good when he's sober, which, you know what? So then he had to start doing theme songs. Yes. So then he said, let me take it back to what Will Smith did. Maybe on drugs, maybe not. Will Smith, a big Willie style needs no <laughs> no hype. Okay, he does big not need Willie big Willie style. That's the name of his album, Big Willie style. <laughs> big Willie style you doesn't need any help. But you know, you but he, actually, though, you know who he does need help from? Drew Hill, and more specifically, <laughs> Cisco, because the Wild Wild West. You can talk shit about the movie all you want. It had a giant spider mech, which is still badass. Just saying, Salma Hayek, super hot. That that black cowboy hat that Will Smith wears, super hot. Yeah. Um, no. But Wild Wild West is a banger. Certified. It I listen. It was so I, good. Drew Hill like was good, but Cisco was so good on the track, Big Willie style, called him and it was like, <laughs> I need you in the video to do flips and to sing next to me. So no one even knew that Drew Hill was a band, really. Like, no offense to Drew Hill and Cisco, like you guys are awesome. But no one really knew they existed. It was just like, oh, that's Cisco. Like he became Cisco during that music video. It was like, oh, we need him. That's how good Wild Wild West is. And yes, I'm talking about the song, but people don't know. I just say how good Wild Wild West is. Eventually, the movie is going to be good too. <laughs> no, it's not. It's and not. finally, no. so I mentioned all of those theme songs, but also the theme DJ music. I'm talking Space Jam. Space oh, Jam is God. probably the most 90s song of all time and there is nothing more hyped you're gonna go to a pistons game you're listening to space jam you're gonna load up halo 2 you're listening to space jam and these might be specific instances from my life but i like to think (laughs) if somebody else is doing something similar you're listening to space jam and all i had to say is when space jam 2 comes out mm, it better have a bop okay if it doesn't if they don't get big willie style on one of those tracks (laughs) like what's the point you're just gonna walk out of the theater because I know you're gonna see it in theaters. I I don't know if I'm ever stepping foot into the theater again. I got oh, uh, I got true. an offer to go see um, uh, New Mutants for free through my screener process, uh-huh. and I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, it's not <laughs> happening. Um, they were they offered to try to get me over to like the drive-through uh, movie theater instead, and I was like, no, it's just not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> the drive the drive-through might be all right though. 
No, it's totally safe. It's totally fine. I'm I'm sure it would be okay. I just it was not worth it to me to go see gotcha. that one. Like, if it was Black Widow, I probably would have. And I know right. New Mutants is getting like very okay movie reviews, but I would not like the whole point was for me to review it, and I would not have been in the right headspace for that. I probably <laughs> probably would have been like it sucked. The guy in the car next to me kept honking his horn. There are people having sex next to me. They didn't have milk duds. Like it would have been yeah, a whole thing. No. Yeah. But yeah, I, that's what I think nineties music is. I just want you to know that I Googled Big Willie style. You know, just to, but but also it's an urban dictionary term and it's a shock style sex move. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's very funny. So if anyone has any uh, has some time looking for something to do, just urban dictionary big willy style if you uh if you're looking for a laugh. So not not to like <laughs> not, not to steer it that way but <laughs> but you tell me that i'm like just like when you look at how disparate our lists are when you think like what is like the 90s genre the 90s mm-hmm. music when it comes to pop music i think that kind of demonstrates how like wide it really is like how general the 90s were when it comes to music and like how outlandish everything was when it comes to popular music like you could but, narrow it down but also how acceptable music that like to to all sorts of different uh for sure different sections of people i guess different age groups especially um i mean my dad listened to Eminem and and tupac and biggie and he would profess to be like a more of a country classic rock style dude and he you know still some of the older stuff will still he has it on his iphone now not on apple music he has a youtube playlist because i can't <laughs> it's it's just hard to try to explain the phone is not something that he is uh is really up on but anyway it just meant you know the the commerciality i guess of it yeah no it's it's awesome that's the thing is like when i was coming into like liking music period that wasn't just like something from like barney or spongebob or something that my like my mom listened to which was all oldies like i loved old style music i loved motown up until that point because i had never heard quote-unquote pop music I didn't really Mm -hmm. like 80s music because I wasn't around for it. And when the 90s hit, the 90s wasn't not a wave of nostalgia for the 80s. That came later, obviously. Yeah. The 90s was nostalgia for the 60s and 70s. And we're going to also create just our own shit. And it created so many subgenres of so many different types of music that like it's not even recognizable before that like like the jumps that happened in the 90s it's why you get so so many like weird things like i mentioned like like the strange hip-hop like the weird theme songs that came from it when you think of grunge music like what the fuck is grunge is that it's just sad rock music you don't get it you were just depressed like you think emo is weird listen to grunge music okay you think you hate your life have you ever done all of the heroin because we did like, <laughs> you ever heard Black Soundgarden? Sun? Like, yeah, exactly. Literally, literally. <laughs> uh, same page. <laughs> the only one I think can relate is probably that uh, that one emo band, Escape the Fate, whose uh, lead singer went to jail for like a uh, heroin deal gone wrong. Someone got shot in the face. I was like, okay, what? he might be able to relate a little bit. <laughs> you didn't hear Incredible. about that? No, I don't know what you're talking about. I forget his name, but he's in a really popular band now called Falling in, Re- in Reverse. Okay, it's pretty solid. I still don't- Okay, I mean, I mean, maybe I'll check it out if I have. Listen, some time. listen. If you're gonna host a, a pop culture podcast, you gotta understand pop culture, man. Like, you gotta, I like, do. Listen, it's hard to keep up with all of the things that you. Know. I'll give. I'll write down some, some, some. <laughs> it is. I know so much esoteric knowledge. Like, it's so useless. <laughs> like, I can recap every season of Power Rangers, guys. Like, there's no reason for it. If you want to know some information on secure transactions, though, hit me up because 
that's what I'm doing currently. And that's what it, my brain is full of dairy. So I don't have time right now. <laughs> to be fair, I do like, undergrad accounting knowledge, uh, um, some graduate accounting knowledge. I have real jobs and I am a professional writer. <laughs> like That's not as interesting for a podcast. <laughs> what is interesting is TGIF, though. So let me run you through the lineup. Uh, no, oh, actually, stop. Sorry. We're talking <laughs> 90s pop music. So let's go through some of our favorites. Uh, we'll okay. go back and forth. Okay. So hit me with your number three favorite when it comes to 90s pop music. Um, my number three favorite is probably Britney. Probably Britney. Britney Spears. Number sorry. three? Ooh. Yeah. It's rough, rough break. You, know, you hate to see it. You hate to it's, see it. Number three. You don't hate to see it. You don't. It's, <laughs> I, she, she's really good. Where's she on yours? Is she number one? Ooh, that's a tough question. Yeah, exactly. That's so a... you're gonna you're gonna at me about it, like I'm listen, commentator, okay? We gotta make things lively. Sometimes the match isn't great. You think Maria Sharapova is hitting the ace every single time? No, you gotta fill time. Okay, well, whatever you say, buddy. <laughs> that's a tennis <laughs> reference, okay? Yeah, I know what it was. I know who Maria Sharapova is. All right, all right, just say it. she's Russian, by the way. Okay. Well, <laughs> I never would have guessed, Terry. <laughs> With a last name like that, I never would have guessed. Let me start mansplaining the rules of tennis, too, okay, while I'm at it. Like, oh, that's while I'm my here. God. Somebody get a gun. So, what, so your number three is Britney Spears? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Ouch. Ouch. You hate to see it. My it's, number three. I... <laughs> it's, you don't hate to see it. She was, it was probably uh, one of the very first CDs I ever had. Um, uh, she, The music videos, the dancing choreography, my cousins and I would try to reenact it. I it it has a very special place in my heart, but I think it's number three. Like maybe at the time it would have been number one, but now, like looking back and listening to tons more nineties music and having new connections with it, uh, I think it's number three for me. So if we're keeping to what we call pop music now in the two thousand, you know, the the twenties, I guess we can call it in the twenties, what we call pop music. Good reference for you, Katy Perry. Britney Spears really hasn't come out with one in a long time, but you know something that sounds dude the free educated. the free the free Britney movement is happening, right? And you know, good for her, but also like I don't know her situation. Like I don't want to. I don't. I, I was asked to weigh in on a different podcast. I was like, mm, like I'm not touching that one. Like I don't know. That's not a thing that I want to have an opinion on. Like if she's healthy, let her do her own thing. Like she's a grown woman who had some mental issues and she's, she's been like quoted saying that it saved her life, but she doesn't eat it anymore. Good for her. Do your thing, but let the courts decide. Okay. Like, you know, you don't need people me weighing in like, well, you know, she shaved her head one time. <laughs> yeah. No one. Like, needs, that's the most know. we fucking know. No one knows anything about Britney Spears. She had some, a kid or several kids with a dude who dresses like riffraff and, uh, yeah, that's what we know about Britney Spears. She plays a lot in Vegas. Honestly, though, 2007 was a hard year for all of us. And she just right. knew that the economy was going to collapse in 2008. She was ahead of her time. I, If anything, I'd say she was a soothsayer. She was some sort of... What were the women that were kept in like opium dens in like ancient Greece who were told they could see the future? The oracles or whatever? The oracles. She was an oracle. Yeah. I mean, yes, like she, I mean sent, you heard it here first. So Hit me, baby, one more time. It was about the collapse of 2008. Or maybe it was about the Twin Towers. Either way, it makes sense. She saw yeah. it coming, is all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. My number three would have to be NSYNC. 
because it was the height of the boy band craze like we talked about yeah like i would think of dirty pop probably but it also skyrocketed the solo like pop artist like while it was already a thing and i'm not saying like the men skyrocketed like britney spears created it kind of thing but what it did was it transcended that boundary where like if you were one thing you could now segue to another side i don't know i mean solo pop artists i don't know that britney spears created that no she didn't create it i'm just saying when it comes to what we're calling pop music like because oh, i'm like thinking that genre. i mean even even then though i think that whitney and mariah and madonna even in the 80s but see again that. like what that's a different thing i wouldn't call that like that's not pop as we know it you don't think that mariah carey is pop the same that britney spears is pop no 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 it's definitely better <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm just like I can't lie. Like there's just way more talent there. Like when you, when you think Mariah compared to Britney, like I love Britney Spears. I love Britney Spears more than Mariah Carey, 100. percent That's just a fact. I think it's better music. But if you think if you're looking at it objectively at like what was <laughs> pop music versus a different kind of thing, Mariah Carey is still higher on that list. Okay, she has a Christmas album that people don't listen to. Ironically, okay. Oh. Like, like when Mariah Carey's Christmas music comes on, people are like, fuck yeah. Like, it doesn't matter what time of year. The only other pe- person that can say that are like, is like John Lennon. Okay? And I actually don't think it was John Lennon. I think it was Paul McCartney. But you know what I mean. Britney Spears does not have that shit. Okay? So don't tell me that like, oh, it's pop music. It's not. Britney rode the coattails of all of them. Like, that's what, but that's all pop music for what we're calling it now. You need to stop for a second. (laughs) The Christmas album comment. (laughs) It's true, though. I'm crying. It's so true. All I want for Christmas is you? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Okay. Poetry in motion. I I have tears in my eyes. I was not ready for that one. <laughs> Normally, I'm pretty like roll with the punches with your zingers. <laughs> <laughs> that one got me <laughs> on a whole other level. I'm glad. I'm glad I could I could help you with that. But I'm serious though. <laughs> with, with Britney Spears, like it's I don't think it can be compared. Well, yes, like pop. But I think by definition, if we're going by what we call pop music now in the 20s, it's built off the coattails. You know, shoulders of giants. Britney stood on Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston for sure. But when we're calling pop music, I think she kind of defined that genre. Her, Christina Aguilera, Destiny's Child, followed by Beyonce's solo career. I think they then honed and created that thing. Okay, yeah, I see. When you phrase it that way, it makes more sense in the context of what we think of pop music, top 40 music now. Um, But my thing with like, oh, sorry, you go ahead. I was just going to say, it's just more commercialized. It's a more commercialized version of, not that what Whitney and Mariah were doing was not, and Madonna, were not commercialized. Well, totally commercial, enough, yeah. But, but not the to same a, way. But, but not in the same way, right? Like, they were, it feels like almost artists first. 90s, bring, like, what we call, like, pop music now. 90s pop music was created in a lab. That was the yeah, exactly. fucking that's, that's GMO fucking gigantic corn of the music industry they were like (laughs) this this tests good in these like four crossover markets demographics let's amp it up to you know 11 and then let's let's toss sex appeal on top of it and then hip-hop so we can grab all of the different like let's say like younger audiences combined with I, i don't know like what's the other crossover because like it wasn't like older like generations i would say like 
like minority demographics and like three other things because I know I listed I said five. <laughs> it's like Michael from the office and I looked at it uh, my way, their point of view and 98 others. <laughs> but like, you, you know what I mean? Like it crossed over so many generations other than I would say older people. But even like I think older men, you know, when it comes to like the sex appeal and I right. mean that for instinct too. like those dudes were hot. Let's just be honest. Dude, don't talk to me about Justin Timberlake because, yes. Listen, did it make me question certain feelings? For sure. Did it cement those feelings? For sure. <laughs> Where am I going with this? Don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, now I'm just thinking about Ryan Gosling. Anyways. <laughs> I, just <laughs> watched La- I just watched La La Land the other day. You know, that's like the only film of his I don't like. It's. I mean, I've seen it before. I just was like, is it better than because like it won all those Oscars and whatever? So I was like, oh, I'll give it like a rewatch because I was not thoroughly impressed the first time. I liked it better the second time, but also it just wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I I learned a lot of things from from that one. Emma Stone, not a good actress. Um, in the movie, <laughs> in real life, amazing actress. In the movie, apparently she she has failed. Uh, Ryan Gosling created jazz music. Um. And really brought it back. He not only did he create it, he lost it and then saved it. And uh, yes, I think saved you it. La La Land. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to. So. You're all good. Listen, the references and the sides are what this podcast is all about. We are a pop culture hive mind, and if you're not here for the journey, I don't want you here. Okay, like, and by that I mean I take it back and I lied. I want you here. Please listen and subscribe. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say, Terry. Drop you don't a mean review that. and comment. Uh, <laughs> What do you want us to talk about? Cartoons? Let's talk about Rugrats. Uh, <laughs> no, but like back to the topic at hand. I when we talk about Justin Timberlake and NSYNC, it was that crossover hit again. Destiny's Child, Beyonce, something similar. Uh, she created her it's not its own genre, but she was a success story of that crossing over. I think Justin Timberlake was that same thing. If we're thinking about the number three slot, showed that you could go from what was generically, you know, teenage girl groups and, and boy bands and transcend to something a little bit more timeless. Cause when you think of boy bands while they're coming back now, they were out of fashion for a very long time, but you know, who wasn't Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why he definitely gets like the number three spot along with all the other people from NSYNC that I can't name other than Joey Fatone. I was just going to say, except Man, for Joey Fatone. and there's <laughs> one more and I cannot think of his. There's name. two more. There's five of them. There's five of them. See what I mean? I want to say Nick Lachey and he's in 98 degrees. But like JC and Chris Kirkpatrick. Right. Okay. There you yeah. go. Thank you. Uh, but like they didn't, get their own solo careers you know no one from boy, like i almost said boy meets world uh, backstreet boys got their <laughs> own careers it, it was that like that crossover hit that's why he gets number three so who's your okay. number two for no I, how about can we do one that we don't like first okay yes okay so Negative somebody that neg- <laughs> so my number uh three i guess negative, um, negative. Sign. yeah um, <laughs> on the uh on the minus sign is uh it's honestly probably gonna be madonna <laughs> Ooh, really i don't just like n- 90s madonna right like, yeah 80s madonna I, I, yeah i don't really like 90s hey mr madonna. dj come on that is a that i is don't a hit i don't I ever heard one i don't know it was on the awesome power soundtrack i i just like it's just not as good 
for me. And it was just, I, it just, no, just not really. It's turn the record on. Okay. No, it's a no for me. I just can't. I mean, like, it's a no, it's a no for me. <laughs> Listen, I channel Randy Jackson at all times in my life. <laughs> I say that to my, to my classmates when we're in small breakout groups. I'm like, it's a no for me, dog. And they're like, what? And I'm like, never mind. Just no, I don't think that's right. But... What's that on the bottom of the sword? Small but recognizable <laughs> signature, signature of Randy Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I don't really have a reason except for I just don't really care for the music she released in the nineties. So I don't. I don't, think uh, I don't care. Like Madonna, I, I recognize the legend, and you know, also coming from Michigan, it's cool. We don't have the British accents as she does, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's still neat. Represent, but I agree. Like that song is catchy, and it's in my head because I was a kid in the nineties, so it played every single morning on every single commercial. I liked Austin Powers um and lots of other things because i didn't have taste in the 90s right (laughs) (laughs) you know like my i think my favorite song which i stand by is a good song this isn't a reference to my bad taste just like what i was into i like the song um you only get what you give by the new radicals so much i played it on repeat for four years (laughs) that was this the only song i listened to um which obviously is a small amount of hyperbole but not as much as you'd think (laughs) i really like that song (laughs) Okay, well, so, so when it comes to Madonna, I agree with that negative spot. Like the '90s were not kind. It was cool that she got to keep going. Like she was one of those. Yeah, no, I, I would agree that it is cool that she continued to have like uh, a career that was. I mean, still, I think she's still recording stuff in the last couple of years. You know, <laughs> like probably not. Like you know, beat sampling on other things. I guess is mostly what I would say. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call her uh, like a. a f- a fronting act anymore like i don't No, 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 but i just mean like uh she's uh sought out to be guest appearance you know guest writer guest whatever uh on some stuff still but anyway. i'm curious if it's the other way around now i i i'm curious if it's like now we're going back around and like she's like can i please be on this track <laughs> like oh yeah i mean yeah i guess i could be it too my 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 negative three are the Gallagher brothers, like uh, Oasis. But both I see the Gallagher brothers because both are solo stuff. I want to toss on there too. Fucking hate it. Okay. Wonderwall. You, you don't like Wonderwall? No, I don't like anything they did. I just think it's awful. I get it. I understand. Like it's like Madonna. Like, I, it's not like the worst songs ever. Like objectively, like they're solid. And you look at the numbers, people love it. I you just don't can't like stand it. Champagne Supernova. No. I think that's a better song than Wonderwall for sure. And have I played it on acoustic guitar many times to get girls to talk to me? Definitely. Would I do it again? <laughs> just if my gonna wife say left me for sure. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Terry, I feel like you owe them a certain amount because I know that you can play Wonderwall on guitar. I can play a lot of songs. I can sing a lot of songs. But you know what song? I, I it'll come up later on. But Britney Spears hit me baby one more time has always been much more kind to me than Oasis's Wonderwall. Okay. Okay. So, back to the positive side. What's your number two? Okay. My number two hmm, is probably no doubt. Would you, you I, call that pop music? I, I, if we're fitting the the like the the earlier like you don't think it counts? I called it. I would okay, call well, it pop if music. You don't, well, I no, would call it I, punk I was, music, but that okay. could just be where I grew up. No, that's fine. If you don't think if you don't think it counts as um, pop, 
then I'll I'll pick something else. Uh, probably. Destiny's I think they Child. went pop Destiny. music by the two thousands. Probably Destiny's Child then. Okay, you know what? Let's let's put let's let's go with this instead, anyways, because that's my number two as well. Okay. Yes. They're, fucking it's so good. fucking it's Destiny's so Child is so good, and the only reason why so I don't good. have them at number one is because of the person that I like way more at my number one. Okay, my like, number one. Destiny's Child have a single bad song. No, they do not. Their albums all still slap. And they were all. just also as like a as a young boy reaching puberty at the time. Honestly, not even puberty yet. They were just so beautiful. Like it was like yeah. before puberty. It wasn't even a sexual attraction. It was just like, how are you? How are there this many gorgeous people in this music? Dude, when they would like monochromatic, like match their outfits, you know, like I, it, the style choices were. It's incredible. funny when you see camo on someone racist and you grew up in the nineties, like because no, 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 that's Destiny's Child's thing, okay? Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They are exactly. survivors, okay? Oh my god. Bills, I, okay. All of their songs are hits. Oh my god. All of their songs are hits. That's all I have to say to you. I still listen to them frequently to this day. I bought my dad a, a CD for of them for Christmas. He loves Destiny's Child. He bought a talk- CD in 2020. He has a CD player in his kitchen for when he cooks, okay? In his He has a CD player in his kitchen? It's like one of those under he the cabinet. He has a phone. He has a phone in his yes. kitchen. But he likes these. He has one of those under the cabinet radio CD. But things. he doesn't need anything to be under the cabinet. He can press play on his phone and it. Listen, can I know. Play anything. I'm just telling you. I'm just. If I he, understand. He could just turn the voice control on. He could say, "Alexa, play Destiny's Child." I, Terry, you think I don't know this? This hurts my brain. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> As the guy, okay. Listen, like it's funny. Like they're they're like I am. I am a man of many mysteries, okay? Like I am I am an onion. Peel back these layers if you want to. And I understand that I'm obsessed with the past. I host a nostalgia podcast. You're listening to it right now. Or probably not. You probably tuned out about half an hour ago. Um, but people did listen to the show. <laughs> and I understand how much of a hypocrite I am. Because when it comes to technology, get that shit out of here. I like to look at it. Like I have a cassette player. Do I play cassettes on it? No. You know why? Because I have a fucking computer. I have a fucking phone. I can say like to play some shit for me. And we'll Are, you play some your... Are you done with your rant? No. Why does she have a CD player? I listen, set it aside. We'll talk about it after the episode. How's that? <laughs> These people don't need to hear... <laughs> just put it in a box. We'll attack you know, put a pin in this. We'll come back uh, to it. anyways. Uh yes, Destiny's Child, so amazing. And <laughs> It made me love groups because, again, at the time I was not that into it. I was like, let's just put out like put out a solo thing. Like, why you got to be in a group? Like, harmonies are good, but like Beatles did it. Like, you can do better. <laughs> but Destiny's Beach Boys, Child, you know, it's been done. <laughs> it has been. It has been. Um, I think my my love of like the solo artists we we're about to talk it kind of colored it a little bit. But like Destiny's Child, oh my god, I couldn't imagine it any other way until Beyonce came out, and I'm like, oh shit, like I get it. And then you're <laughs> like, I can imagine it now. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody this else from Destiny's Child sense. have any semi-success when it comes Kelly, to solo they albums? Both, they both did. Really? Kelly Rowland and uh, Michelle, I think, Williams? Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't say put out an album. I said success. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. Not as successful as Beyonce, so no. Okay. But, I mean, obviously, I don't think any, not many people can really live up to that. No, but but I mean, stuff that you would probably know it. You might not know they sang it, but you would probably Jokey, know that's it a good if point. you heard it. Yeah. So, I, I, if that, like, makes more sense. 
Like I'm like I'm looking at uh, the members like Latoya Tuck Luckett that never did she never she didn't put out an album that I heard of. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's not a thing. I was like, you know who who rocked this week? Latoya. Stop. <laughs> but happen. also, but also, yeah. <laughs> so my number two on the negative side. If we're okay. if we're talking like okay enough, like, let's just let's <laughs> <laughs> just please stop. <laughs> no more of that. All right, you know what? You go first because I'm just gonna giggle all the way through it. I gotta compose so, myself. What's your number two? Mine is, and it's gonna be potentially unpopular. Is Cheryl Crow? What? I don't like Cheryl Crow, what? and I don't have a reason to not like Cheryl Crow. I just don't. You're gonna make me go full little John. You don't like Cheryl Crow? I don't know. I listen. I don't know she why she was married to Lance Armstrong. Oh, okay. I, I don't. What does that mean? I don't know what else to say. The first cut is the deepest. Yeah, if it makes you happy, all I want to do, uh, whatever. I know there's a bunch of songs. I know the songs. The one she does. Does she do Kid "Man, Rock. I Feel Like a Woman"? No, that's Shania Twain. I love okay, Shania. Twain. Thank God. Fuck. I, 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 I love was Shania starting to get worried Twain. there because I was like, because if the, if that song is on this list, I don't think we could be friends anymore because that might be one of the best songs of all time. I love Shania Twain. I love, love, love. All right, um, at least we're still there and way more poppy too, if you think about it, than Sheryl Crow. But still, first cut of this deep is pretty good. I just. It's nothing about any of her music. I mean, I know it. Like Up I there said, with the cover of Landslide when it comes to like 90s and 2000s, like ballads. I Okay, from Dixie Chicks or whatever. I think it was Dixie Chicks who did the cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I love the original more, but I, but like that song was everywhere. Yeah. I mean, mostly I just think about the song that she does with uh, Kid Rock, too, picture. You know? Okay, so Kid Rock is my number two, and I'm trying not to giggle. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Kid Rock is a fucking enigma. Okay, he is an enigma wrapped in a mystery. Because I'll tell you what, I'm not a big trading card fan when it comes to things that aren't Magic: The Gathering, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, I might be a big trading card fan, but when it comes to c- trading cards that don't do anything, like say like baseball cards, not really uh-huh. for me. But I do have an extensive collection of young hip hop artists. This was a strange, <laughs> strange trading card thing that okay. Topps did for a long time in the late '80s and early '90s. And my favorite card, and most valuable card is Kid Rock, who has a flat top in it and dressed like Vanilla Ice. Yeah, and I'm pretty okay. sure, I gotta find the card, but I'm pretty sure he's got the reverse pants like Chris Cross. <laughs> okay, well. So, let's start there. So, Kid Rock is a rapper. Late 80s as a child. Child rapper, you would call him. Um, <laughs> and then in the 90s, he comes back, now dressed like Joe Dirt, and he comes out with Ball with the Ball. Which, which is... are not words, if you don't know. <laughs> no, if you If you don't have your thesaurus next to you, they mean <laughs> nothing. Uh, but listen, if that song does not have one of the most epic beginnings, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's a bad song. It means nothing. But it kind of, like, if you're, if you're white and, like, white trash, or you grew up in the country, or you've been inside of a trailer, you understand. There's American something that ba- gets American it going. American badass? Exactly. If you've ever been on a four-wheeler, okay? Like, you get it. <laughs> If you've ever bought fireworks I'm... from a stand from a man without fingers, because you know that story's going to end well, there's something about that song that you're like, all right, yeah, I can fight somebody, I can do it, like let's Listen, do it, like I can jump that. I don't really, I don't really like Kid Rock that much either, but <laughs> I couldn't put him on this list because 
every time I get on a on a four wheeler, all I can think of is either American Badass or Ball with the Ball. Like that has to be like I have to shotgun a beer, get on the four wheeler responsibly, not drunk. And <laughs> for anyone listening, <laughs> can't get on a four wheeler responsibly. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> And the first thing I want to do is is listen to some Kid Rock, and then immediately forgot that I that I listened to it and listened to something better. That's the thing; it's like a shame lesson. Like here's the thing: <laughs> it I is. talk shit about it. He's on my negative list, but he could easily be on the other side. There's just something about like it's catchy. It's catchy, shitty music. And depending depending on the mood of the day, yeah, you know he could be on <laughs> he could be on the other side. Like if I was in the mood where all I'm gonna drink is light beer and a wife beater. I would put Kid Rock on the other side. But. And here's the thing. like, There's also the really sad factor. He's just an amazing musician who chooses to make this music. Like, He knows how to play every single instrument at an at like expert level. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've watched him rock. So, like, so he he's, he does does ball with the ball, right? You're like you're right, laughing. Right. Monster trucks are just inside of your head. Like, yeah. like you a Miller Lite is shoved up your ass. That's just what happens when you listen to ball with the ball, right? But yeah. then immediately he cuts over and he starts doing a saxophone cover of an Eminem song. Nice. And like, like the, we're making the saxophone do like the rap lines. Like it's like that good. He's just like he's just like randomly. I'm the master of a saxophone, and then he pulls out a piano and does "Summertime," and I'm like, "What is happening? <laughs> like, and how you can said, you do this? <laughs> you got whiplash from whipping your head around so much." I did. I was just like, I don't understand who you are, sir, dressed like Joe Dirt, but you play the saxophone like an angel. Like, what is this? Yeah. Um, but he can play like many different instruments at like a very, very high level. But like part of that is, you know, he is a natural musician. That's what he chooses to do with all of his time. You can learn an instrument while, you know, still making shitty music. That's just a fact. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> I'm and now I am a believer that you can do that. If but there, can do there's it, but... something like dirty that I feel about like listening to it. Like it's like if Greasy. I were to pick up his his beard. Yeah, exactly. It was just like <laughs> ah, like I do I want to drink this? No, I don't want to drink this beer, but am I going to drink it while I'm on a pontoon? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. Like I want to act like I'm better than that, but it's totally not true. Like, you know how many times I've been drunk on a pontoon boat and I wouldn't even call it a boat. We took a dock, which was in quotations dock. It was a dock that was never in water. And we, uh, drilled pontoons from a pontoon boat onto it and made a party raft and then paid someone $20 to drag us into the middle of the lake. Uh, so it wasn't really a boat. Um, the DNR officer said it was a boat when they tried to arrest us for drinking on a boat without life jackets. Uh, but well, anyways, you, <laughs> regardless, if, you should have had life jackets. If you don't think I know, right? if you don't think Kid Rock was playing when all of this happened, you're wrong. <laughs> OK, another case in point, uh, much more recent, though. Right. I'm uh, at, in undergrad and we were having a party and we were all very very drunk and there was a kid that got up while kid rock was playing on top of like the railing of our deck right pretty high up and you know full body slammed a folding table as the police were walking up to shut down our party because of noise complaints and and kid rock was playing he had a miller light in his hand as he was doing the flip onto the table like it's just something about it uh and that man was Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> then he was like, then the police came up and they were like, "What? Come on, man!" <laughs> Kid Rock and Eminem are like what uh, Jerry Seinfeld 
are to people like in New York. They're like, yeah, I saw him. He was going this way. Or I saw Conan O'Brien. Like people in Michigan are like, I saw Kid Rock. Like he was at this bar. Or like I know where he lives. Or like he shotgun this beer. Like, <laughs> like people just like it. It's like mythical thing because not a lot of people find success when they're from Detroit. <laughs> That's just not a. I, yeah, uh, the city is just not built that way. Not really. Or like that's not true. It was built that way fifty years ago. I mean, there's a lot of Motown success though from Detroit. I mean, if you uh, like I said, like I said, we're, yeah. like, we're talking all going on eighty years. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. But yes, Land. People forget that too. When you think of like what made music, Detroit was that city. Like we yeah. like Motown. Like honestly, it piggybacks of like Michael Jackson. Like people forget that the Jackson Five played all of the classic Motown hits. Like those weren't their songs. Mm-hmm. Right, random aside i'm sorry uh, okay. we could talk about it's that okay. a different time let's get focused up so that was my number two for the negative side okay <laughs> what is your number one on the positive side so don't be mad because it's not someone that i think that you're gonna appreciate okay so i guess don't get no don't not get mad but just brace yourself matchbox <laughs> matchbox 20 oh god i mean i would i would say that that's the wrong answer it's not really music but i think that is the epitome of what i was kind of saying about 90s music because i wouldn't call that pop music now i know but at the time i mean exactly you, that's what i it's now you're starting to see what i'm saying yeah no i would agree but it's, i mean i would say that though there are, i like match for the record i like matchbox 20 no and but it's the just singer, think, what's his name yeah, his solo stuff is also really good. But if his you his solo think... stuff is fucking amazing, especially his yeah. solo stuff with Santana. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the best song of the '90s. So I think smooth. it's one of the best songs of all time. Well, okay, also true. Yes, but it's definitely the best song of the last forty years. Like also, like so, who is that DJ that always like they always list their name first, and then whoever the, like featuring this artist, D- DJ Khaled, is that what you're talking about? No. <laughs> No, not we the best. That's not... <laughs> no, I don't mean no. Can I tell you something? Can I just what? drop a little bit of wisdom? I will never mean DJ Khaled. No I'm matter what, the, no matter <laughs> what I say, it will never. Did, did anytime, you mean no? Never DJ Khaled. Anytime I hear you say that, now I'm gonna say you mean DJ Khaled. <laughs> so buckle bu- 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 up, like. But like anyways, lost on the jet ski. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I missed when I only knew DJ Khaled from like Sprint commercials, like <laughs> not from being lost on the jet ski. <laughs> Calvin Harris is who I'm thinking of. So okay. Calvin Harris is like like I, oh, I feel okay. dirty saying yeah. it like but like not the equivalent of Santana but it does the same thing where it's like hey I wrote this badass song but I'm just like I just play the music I don't sing or anything like that I need yeah you I um I actually have seen Matchbox a couple of times and I've seen Santana live and he is incredible all he did was play basically like guitar basically Santana so. is 240 years old and he, he will still play guitar better than anyone I've ever he seen. was so 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 talented. That I mean, this the crowd wasn't like cute. It wasn't like a sold out show or anything like that. Um, but he just—it was incredible just to listen to. It was like spellbinding almost. <laughs> it was it was so good. But huh? Did you supposed to give him TJ Khaled dancing? <laughs> yeah, I assume it's yeah. or maybe it's epilepsy. I can't tell. <laughs> it's dancing. If no, it's dancing. Anyway, if you he's, say got so. them, he's got sweatshorts on, which I love. That's also a Steven thing, my dad, because he would take old old sweats and just cut cut them right at the knees. 
while listening to Kid Rock. (laughs) Probably while listening to Destiny's Child. He prefers (laughs) Destiny's Child to most bands. Smart man. Anyway, so Matchbox 20, give me your pitch on why Matchbox 20 is number one for your pop music of the 90s. So it's number one for me personally. I can recognize that Matchbox 20 is not the best band from the, or even artists, like solo artists, if you want to go Rob Thomas, although that song, Smooth, is the best song from the 90s. I will fight you on that. Um, but <laughs> but I don't have to because you already admitted it. So I, I, Rob Thomas is solid. For for me, it's it's all nostalgia. Might really. be the second whitest thing I've said on this podcast. <laughs> hey, Rob Thomas is solid. <laughs> and Big Willie style. No, Big Willie style is transcends race. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> don't fuck with me. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's all nostalgia driven. Uh, for me, it's it's all um um, like even their songs that weren't first of all their songs on the radio like really resonated when i was younger especially Uh, a lot of like memories when i think back to my childhood um in the car or when we would have you know like the radio playing outside playing outside uh with my neighbors and my friends and stuff like that um it's all like positive it's all like builds me up makes me feel good still like to this day what's your favorite matchbox song of all time yeah what's the one when you think of that's nostalgia what's the one that comes through oh if i think of nostalgia like you mean when i'm younger or you mean when when you're thinking like you're saying like it's your like your favorite comes back it hits you it's like that nostalgia wave what's the song that pops in your head uh probably like unwell or or uh long day is unwell the one where he says i i got a disease yes is it okay um, no, there's a song called Just Disease, though. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of. I fucking yeah, love that song. But I no. thought that was like just Rob Thomas. Uh, it might be. No, I think it's... I is think it, it's Metro- Metro- it is Matchbox yeah. That's my, that, yeah. that one's solid. That's one of my favorites. But if you're is that not mind... the one you're thinking of? No, Unwell is not that, no. Okay. Back to Good. It's all... They're all so good. Like, every single one of them. They were all bops. They all, like, just bring me back. And then as I got older... Matchbox released more albums. They released albums that, like, at the time that they were released, or right around the time that they were released, really like resonated with what I was going through. Um, at that like, age. she's so mean. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Two thousand. But like, uh, even like the Exile on Main Street, though, we played um, "How Far We've Come," which is from Exile on Mainstream, uh, in marching band. Um, like, I just it's yeah, all... every marching band across the world played "Look How Far right. We've Come." Exactly, and it so have any and key it, changes. it it doesn't have to be, you know, it, for me, it's not like it's the best, like it's not the best composition, it's not the best, um, you know, well received or anything like that. It just is like comfort to me. Right. So still, I mean, still to this day. So God, I don't want to. Sh- you just said so many nice things about your nostalgia for it, and I'm just gonna shit all over it. But it's I okay. No, I, I know, to. and that's and that's when I like when I said that. I knew that you weren't gonna like it or whatever. Like, it's not that I, don't like. I love Matrix 20. And like I said, like Rob Thomas, amazing singer, and all the shit he did with Santana, also amazing. But I got a disease, solid fucking song. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna listen to that as soon as we're done. But here's why you're so dead, dead wrong. My number one choice does not get mixed up with anybody like Matchbox 20. So let's uh talk about Iris for a second. You know that song by Matchbox 20, Iris? That's not by Matchbox 20. No, it's not. But nobody fucking knows that. It's by the Google Dolls. But it's you can't tell the difference. If I were to if I were to play Iris 
and and I would go, yeah, Matchbox Twenty. They were like, yeah, man, fucking love Matchbox Twenty. That is what they would say. You know what else? No. Say? If I play uh, Teardrops on Jupiter, they'd be like, yeah, man, I fucking love that song. It's Train. I don't yeah. think so. No, but it's Matchbox. Rob, 20. I think they, there's I no think, fucking difference. If I said, I think um, no, I disagree. Um, I think that Rob Thomas is the way she is, smiles. I think people would that, be like, yeah, Matchbox Twenty. I get Uncle it. Uncle Cracker. I think that <laughs> no, the way she, no, that that's not the one I was thinking of. Um, when she smiles, um, the girl in photographs. Absolutely love her when she smiles. I don't. I don't. You don't know that song. I don't know what you're talking about. I might. You just. I just might not. Anyway, I think Rob Thomas's voice is unique enough that that doesn't have the same kind of confusion. Personally, you don't know when she smiles. Are you sure? I. All I'm thinking of is the. The. Uh. The Uncle Cracker song. Story of a girl. Oh, yes, I do. She know cried that song. a river and drowned the whole. Yes, world. I do, I do know that song. Yes, now that you say that. Do you know who does it? No, I don't have any. It idea. doesn't matter because everyone thinks it's Matchbox Twenty. This is my no, point. They, <laughs> they do. I just typed in "Absolutely Love Her" when she smiles. I'm like story of a girl, Matchbox Twenty. It's not Matchbox Twenty, <laughs> but <laughs> it's nine. <laughs> It's nine days. It's nine days. You're correct. But like, you first said, because it's like Matchbox 20, like people don't know who the fuck Matchbox 20 is. To the yes, point where like you say Rob, Th- people know who Rob Thomas is, but they don't give a fuck who Matchbox 20 is. They, can't, they mix up their songs. And that is why I have like 14 more references that I wrote down. But I think you get my point. I think I made my point clear. <laughs> you hurt me. You hurt me deep. <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, but you agree with me. So you get it. Uh- <laughs> The number one has to be Britney Spears. How can it not be Britney Spears? If it's not Destiny's Child, how can it not be Britney Spears? I Listen, Fucking it's from a subjective... Party. Objectively, I think that you're right. Subjectively, I can't say it because it's not how I... Objective, it's Britney fucking Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. Listen, but for some people, it would be Aaliyah. Okay, you know, I, I think an argument could be made, but... Exactly. But, but what so... do you think, like, pure numbers game? Like if we're talking TRL numbers, which yeah, what I, other numbers matter, right? You know I, what I mean. <laughs> it's basically currency at this point. Yeah, no, I get it. If it's not a VJ saying it, does it count? Okay. <laughs> if Carson fucking Daly isn't announcing it, does it matter? No. No. If Sway with his big fucking hat isn't talking about it, who gives a shit? Okay. <laughs> Do you, who else misses Sway's big hat? I know he still does stuff, but I don't see him on MTV News in the morning, and I just I miss him. I should just look up what Sway's doing nowadays. You should. I just uh, looked up what Akon was doing the other day. So I mean, Sway hosts like several morning shows. Like they're like they're solid, but it's not the same thing. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to know what Akon was doing? Or <laughs> I assume he's a convict just based on his album. <laughs> He actually is uh, trying to create... He does um, philanthropy, right? Yeah, yeah. So he is trying to create, like, a Wakanda, uh, like, uh, uh, city, I guess is the best way, in, uh, I think, Senegal. That's pretty cool. It's, like, going to be, I don't remember how, like, a couple billion dollars or whatever. So, but that's so. what he, if you create a city, you're like, it's gonna be like 37, 38 bucks. Like, no, but um, but that's what I didn't know. Akon had a couple billion dollars, though. That's well, crazy. he he basically like made all his money, right? Got out, invested in like some stuff, and then moved back to Senegal. 
and has just been like helping the country there. So I don't know if he's, yeah, I don't know if he's continued to, I mean, I'm sure he gets royalties and stuff, but I don't know if he's continued to do things there. Yeah, You don't really make money off of, of like your albums. It's not really like that, especially back when he was in the game. No, no, I know. Kind of screwed over everybody. No, I I understand. But I just mean, I don't know what he's doing over there that he like continues to have this money or if he had just saved it all or what, but he basically like made a bunch of money and said, peace going to do this. I'm going to take a guess and say not all. <laughs> I don't I mean, know. Maybe. You can't make an omelet without breaking a couple eggs is all I'm saying. I don't know why you would trash talk Akon like that. But I don't anyway. know anything about Akon. I, back I, to... I, I remembered him doing some philanthropy, which is really cool. <laughs> I take back the shit talking. I don't actually know. Okay. Well, his, to... his album was called Convict is all I'm saying. Uh-huh. Back to Britney Spears. Back to Britney Spears, who does not do that kind of philanthropy. Probably some, I assume, just for tax write-offs. Um, <laughs> with her, with with that. But "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time" revolutionized like people knowing about music videos. Like people watched music videos, but everybody at the time had seen that video. We're talking like Christian moms who were like, "Oh my God, that skirt's too small." To Christian dads who were like, "Oh my God, that sh- that skirt's too small." Like <laughs> everybody had fucking seen it, and like I don't even—I've never really found Britney Spears that attractive. Like it's never been a sex appeal thing for me. I just fucking love that song so much, and every single cover of it. And what she has done was the Madonna style. Like she just album after album, hit after hit, it just kept going to the point where like she was much older. And definitely out of the game from a bunch of things. And she just still shows up on tracks. Some like when she did uh uh what was it poison? What was the yeah, I think that's what it was called. But when she just like came back, she's like, Yeah, I'm Britney, bitch, and I'm back. Like I can just do that. And that's because of who she was in the nineties. Like who she was in the nineties is who Taylor Swift is now, you know? Or honestly, I would say Beyonce, but Beyonce is kind of on a different level. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When it comes to like appearances, like like you could show somebody in a random country a picture of Britney Spears at the time, and be like that's Britney Spears from TRL, Carson Daly. They also knew Carson Daly. <laughs> 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 like she just kind of transcended, and all of those hits were were not just bops, but they were that that like we said, like the the GMO version of pop music. It was that first wave of let's just maximize everything we can about this. Let's get someone that people will find generally pretty, but not offensive. And let's just like push that to the limit. Let's make her as young, but as old as possible to mix that really gross line and attract as many people as we can with this, which the kind of try, like I think they reached diminishing returns doing the same thing with Christina Aguilera after Mulan. Uh, uh-huh. But they still like that started with Britney Spears. She was almost the guinea pig with that. So let's like let's do max sex appeal in the music video. Let's make sure it's a hit that can be played in every kind of genre where it's got like a hip hop heavy bass, but like uh, a fast enough beat to where it can be played like on a guitar. And it was just like that culmination of like the science. It was Rocky, like like you're talking like versus fucking um, uh, the Russian. I can't think of his name in the movie. But like how it's like the Russian is on the treadmill with like all the different scientists like poking and prodding him and he's got like the the breath mask on so he can maximize his vitals. That was fucking Britney Spears. Okay, <laughs> like she was made in a goddamn lab and it worked. So when I think of 90s pop music and how they it's really changed what we think of pop music, because like you said, you're on your list, Smashbox fucking 20. You wouldn't call that pop music now, but in the 90s, pop music was still popular music. Now, pop music is Britney Spears. 
like does it sound like britney spears yes it's pop music fucking katie yeah, Perry, I mean, you know taylor swift i now. i see i see what you're saying i mean i'm not i i knew that we were gonna have differences about this you know no, it's fine. To disagree. I, I, I'm not saying like mine's fact. I'm just saying like when I look at it, it's like I don't even think she's the best. Of the best. I love Britney Spears and like most of her discography, especially from the '90s. But when I think of just like pure objectivity, it's like it's hard to argue against it. And yes, it is definitely subjective. But when I think of that made in the lab version, like I said, with like InSync and like the Backstreet Boys, that all started when they were like, "What if we took a sexy girl, but like not too sexy." And just like cranked it up to eleven, and just like made the beat by committee, and like and just like showed it to everyone everywhere possible. They created a new genre practically, and it was just fully bastardized. But right, yeah. But still, I mean, I, just think I it was like number one. I agree. I mean, I I agree for all the reasons that you said, but it's still not my number one. <laughs> right and that's different like again like when it's a problem with like a top 10 especially with more than one person is like oh we're not even really arguing the same thing but that's fine that's what makes it fun but when like that's that made in the lab mentality like it's so funny when you think about it now everyone's like oh taylor swift doesn't write that song by herself there's like 13 people and like pharrell has produced like every single big hip-hop song like ever like yeah totally but everyone's fucking done that ever since the 90s ever since people like britney spears ever you know like yeah. producers have always been like the extra hand on the scale for sure but they they were just like let's take three of the most like important people behind the scenes of music and put them on a project and they came out with britney spears and they said "Ta-da!" it's like the powerpuff <laughs> girls being formed but just one like, sugar spice everything nice and also chemical x like that's how you <laughs> that's how they made her uh i don't know was simon cowell involved on that one i don't think so i think that was a little bit before him but he was a music producer at the exact same time but anyways yeah i could rant about it for even longer but we got to get to the really fun one we got to get to our number one negative pick uh so my number one negative pick is Born Out of Pure Hatred. Okay. I'm, I can't wait to hear this. The Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> I hate them. I hate Crash people into that... me. Charles, okay? I like, hate... I want, like, the deep cuts. I... You know, let's play for 45 minutes and just find it. You know what I mean? I... Let's just find it. Let's just find the song, them. all right? Let's I go hate... on an adventure together. I hate everyone that plays it on an acoustic guitar. <laughs> I hate every movie yeah. or show that's ever tried to have Dave Matthews Band in it. Have you watched I, Community though? Yes, I've watched Community. So Community, they make fun of it so bad. Like every time, it, like they just like they play random Dave Matthews band, and they're totally in on it with you. I just want you to know, like it can't. No, be I. It's. I just. It's so bad to me. <laughs> like, and I, I, I don't know where the hatred started from. <laughs> like, because that's what it is. It's not even like I feel like. You know, like before, I was like, oh, I can like understand why somebody would be whatever. And Kid Rock, we talked about, could be up at the top, depending on the day. I always hate the Dave Matthews Band. Always. And I want you to know, this is only part one. Like, th- like we have so many views. Like, we say these are like the, the worst or the best. That's why this one is going to be 90s pop music part one. Because we have these exact same feelings, but with a completely different separate list of, of bands and creators, 100%. Like, I'm looking at this top, like, 90s, like, like worst songs from Vice, and, like, All Stars on there, and I'm like, I fucking love Smash Mouth. <laughs> Listen, if you think that we're not going to do a 90s one-hit wonders, 
Oh, we, we have to. <laughs> Except for like most of these like have had several uh several several more hits, you know what I mean? No, I just looked up a list of 90s one hit wonders because I thought, oh, maybe we'll like end the episode with something fun. And then I was like, man, there are so many of these that I have so many thoughts on. No, this will be called 90s pop music part one. Don't worry. We're doing more of this. Thank God. So. Because I can <laughs> enunciate about my hatred of the Dave Matthews band some more. Everyone needs to do it. Boy, yeah, I, need, I need to hear. Give me one more thing that you hate about Dave Matthews band while I find mine. The style. The style. The image that they were trying to produce. It was like a happy project. fish, basically, right? Like that's how you would describe it. It. It 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 makes me so mad. I just they just thought that they were like hipsters, and so, I mean, I guess they didn't think they were acting that way. Hipsters and so cool and so edgy, and people in college still when I went to when I went to undergrad were still like, oh, the Dave Matthews band. I'm like, fucking, if I had a fucking dollar for every time I had to fucking listen to them when I didn't want to, I would have many dollars, many dollars, <laughs> Terry, many. <laughs> So I don't know if it necessarily counts. Um, it's the jazz fusion, I think. No, 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 no not not yours. No, 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 no. You're oh. correct, and I would not jazz fusion. Stop fusing jazz with stuff, okay? Like or whatever they, you know, you know that's like this. I just <laughs> I keep looking at these lists where it's like worst ninety songs, and I love every single one on it, and I'm like, oh, there's something wrong with me on the inside. Did you want me to do another one that I hate then? <laughs> yeah, give me one more. While you're while you're still uh while you I have one in mind, but I'm just like I was trying, I was like, there's no way this can be really it, but like no, like all these ones are like, oh it's awful. Like, mm, no, I love that song. All like, right. Chumbawamba, you know, Tub Thumb. I know, I love Chumbawamba. It was on the, the one that wonders list. I was life. So I hate also uh Sinead O'Connor. Oh what? Not Ooh, a fan. Sinead O'Connor. Is it for her politics at least? No. I no. How can you hate what? I just don't like her music. I it's not her personally. Like I just don't like her. It's not Dave Matthews Band is very personal. Like I hate everything that they stand for and like everything <laughs> they were trying to do. I think they stand for like peace and love. <laughs> <laughs> I just am not a fan of her of her music. It's sort of like the Cheryl Crow thing, you know? I just it's just not for me. <laughs> so, and I know that she's a very popular '90s artist, so that might be, I guess, controversial. Also, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it this way: there's not much that I dislike uh, for number one. There's, n- I don't think there's anything that I could put at that level that I'm just like, I hear it and I'm like, ah, turn that shit off. I love the '90s that much. <laughs> like looking at this list, I'm like, mm, no, no, I'm pretty okay. I'm gonna leave my number one spot empty, but. Some uh, some fun thoughts to leave you with as we, we, we're going a little bit long here is next one I think we're going to do is one hit wonders. So like you said, not just one hit wonders, but the songs that people love to hate or hate to love, I think, is the general census on here. Because we got we can't talk about one hit wonders and bring up something like Smash Mouth because Smash Mouth had several hits. And Walking wonders. on the Sun. So good. Walking on the Sun is one of my favorite songs of all time. And it's similar when people like bring up stuff. They're like, oh, I fucking hate like like that band. The people that talk about it like they talk about Nickelback. And I'll tell you what, I fucking love me some Nickelback too. Like so, that's the thing. How do you feel about Creed? I like Creed. I like Creed. Okay. I like. I, I was looking at this list. It was like uh, Mambo Number no. Five. I'm like fucking Bop. Like it was like how bizarre. <laughs> Goddamn great song. <laughs> like there's yeah. something wrong with me. I think <laughs> look at all of these like bad songs or cheesy songs. I'm like mm, no, that's a solid song. Blue, come on. 
you just don't have enough hate i think is really i think, I think that's to. part of it like i go on these like part of the reason why i can love and have all of these facts about pop culture and nostalgia where it's like yeah you remember this show that was on for three weeks that sucked i fucking loved it because i don't know what it is but that's why i'm able to remember all this weird esoteric stuff and be able to talk about it is because i grew up in the 90s and the 90s was anything or it was was if it was anything it was a hodgepodge of everything and every and anything we look at the fashion of it you know the weird like bolo hats that were furry you know <laughs> you know it was like really really baggy sweatsuits that were like mm-hmm. unzipped with a ironic t-shirt underneath like we we just wore whatever we wanted and that is a good way to describe most things from the 90s and why i love pop culture so much because like the, what's to hate like every everything that somebody hates is something else that somebody loves and I think that there's nothing that captures that, like the '90s, like these lists and everything. I'm like, wow, ah, that like I, I hate Kid Rock, but I love Kid Rock, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, not as I, not as politics, though. I'm not a. Is he yeah. is he a political dude? I don't know much about his politics. Yeah, he's uh he's a big. Um, I don't I don't doubt that he's you're a, gonna say Trump supporter. Yeah, he's a big uh Trump supporter. Well, I don't love that, uh, even a little bit. So I guess I hate Kid Rock more than I thought. <laughs> what did the Spin uh, Doctors do? Uh, two Princes. Yeah, but well, how does it go? And Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Little Miss, Little Miss, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong. Oh, I fucking love that song. See, yeah, and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not, yeah. yeah. Ace of Base. Ace of Base is solid. Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Just- Anyways, that's where we're going to end it. Uh, I love stuff too much and we're going to call this part one. We're definitely going to do more of this. Let us know what else you want to hear about it. Let us know what kind of episodes we want to cover. I know people have been telling us to do more cartoons. So we're going to talk about some 90s and 2000s cartoons, probably start with something from the Nick tunes or Cartoon Network era of things, because that seems to be where a lot of people like, like Gendy Tartakovsky and the Nick tunes lineup, like, uh, like splat or Kerplow or whatever that one was called. I can't remember. Hey Arnold. Oh, hey Arnold, football head. We we can do we can talk forever about hey Arnold, and it really fits with the original pitch for this idea, which is like old and new because hey Arnold just recently came out with a movie. The movie um, they finally released it, yeah. And it wasn't that good. It was fine. Uh, <laughs> was I'm glad that they finally did it though, because they were promising it to us when we were kids. Like, yeah, it's been like 20 years. Um, but yeah, just keep listening for more stuff like that. If you like hearing my voice, which I doubt it, but I do a bunch of other podcasts on this network, which occasional guests show up on, like Chelsea and a few other people. Uh, you can check those all out at campykilledcreations.com. Like, subscribe, and drop a review over on iTunes, Amazon, wherever you find these podcasts. It really helps. It goes a long way at finding and discovery for our podcasts. You can email us all of these suggestions at campykilledcreations at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all of those things. Finally, we are launching a Patreon next week. So if you hear this and you're like, oh my God, that was awesome. Or more likely, oh my God, that was fine. Um, but you feel like supporting something like that, you can drop a buck or two on our Patreon. We will be patreon.com slash can't be killed creations. You can go over there. All the support helps. It goes a long way to making sure I can keep ranting about nineties nostalgia all the live long day. Uh, don't forget, (laughs) don't forget, don't forget on the Patreon. You have the option to be able to buy me a chicken sandwich. (laughs) 
that's what I'm. <laughs> As one what of the I'm tiers. here for is. What are you going to do if someone subscribes sandwich. to that? So the, the, you'll buy a chicken sandwich. Are you going to take a picture with it? What are you going to do? Yeah, probably. I'll take a picture with it. I might have to right. like. You know, I have to give them something for the dollar. It, but... They can't just buy you something. Like every single tier comes with a reward. Like we have tiers on there. That, like if you subscribe, we're going to give you some credits in our web comics. We're going to draw you in that style. We'll give you specific shout outs on the different podcasts. We will promote you yeah i mean i'll you know i'll I'll give them a shout out i guess whatever they can pick our topics for the podcast and apparently you can get a picture of chelsea eating a chicken sandwich probably with her face blurred out since she's a lawyer yeah so my face won't be in it but maybe like a thumbs up i feel like we should be careful i feel like that's i mean unless you're okay with it like i feel like that's a fetish somewhere of just like a faceless woman eating a chicken sandwich so if it's a fetish, you could donate more money and we could talk in a private <laughs> chat. Oh, I feel like that's an ethical boundary that you don't want to cross. Uh, and on that note, this awesome has been right in the feels and we're out.